What's up, you guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Products of Public School Education Podcast. I'm one, one half of your host, one half of your host for this evening or this episode of the podcast. I have you listening to it at what time you're listening to it. Hey, son. Hey, hey, uh, go. hey go. Your uh, microphone. What up? Technical difficulties. I said your microphone. Yeah, we hear it bumping. Bump. Like that? Yeah, it's popping. I'm, I'm on my head. Talk to Dude, you, man. Computer, that's my tech. You probably just, you just keep moving, huh? You just keep moving. That's I'll, all it is. Oh, look. Wait a minute. I got you, something. Your microphone. All right. Now you read this. Yeah. You just kept, you just kept moving this a rolling this a rolling not a stop watch this shit don't ever stop all right hey get into the uh first time you were ready to talk about hey man i talked to losers about this before we even started it's been like a lot of people naming out their top producers and beat makers and i ain't seen the alchemist on their list enough and i ain't seen speaker knocking or chief keith them three names alone Need a quick and slept on. Real business. Yeah. Shoot, I told you, so I ain't too much of a list dude myself. I don't, I don't, I don't really miss one like that. I understand where you coming from, though. But oh, I'm saying, though, if you're going And these just in the honorable mentions. I, I dude's know, giving out top, I know, top I'm, teams. I'm saying, I'm saying I'm not a list person. I wasn't saying... I'm not saying that. I'm saying I'm not a list person, but I understand what you're saying. I'm not a list person though, but I understand what you said about it. I don't, me personally, I don't fuck with lists like for that exact reason because I know it's gonna be somebody I leave out. And then as soon as I turn around, I'll be like, dang, I should have put them on them. So that's why I don't really miss with lists like that. Who else you get? Who, who else you go? Who else you put on your list though? Or who else you think getting slept on? So, um, let me think. Earl sweatshirt, cause it beat work on um, I don't like shit. I don't go outside. And TM eighty eight. All right, shoot, man. Right now, as far as producers killing it, yeah, which I, which is why shoot, I was about to talk about the top tonight too. Is um, hit nail boy, hit boy. Nah, just recently they've been killing it. Hit boy, this nigga hit boy like he got like. Fucking to like ten singles. He 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 co-produced. Well, yeah, he he produced the whole Nas album, the Nas King's Disease album that just came out. So all the tracks mm. on there, he had his name on it. But not only that, a lot of recent uh like recent singles, like the Anderson Park Rick Ross single. I mm-hmm. forget. I forget. They stepping on him. It's something like that. He produced that. He produced uh. He produced that uh, Big Sean, Nipsey Hussle song. That's on the upcoming Nip- Big Sean album. That uh, the singer that just dropped from there. I don't know if you heard it or not. That shit crazy. He uh, he produced that. He produced that song, and it's like it's a couple more that like that's just been coming out. Like even on Spotify, like the recent like Spotify new releases. 
like mm-hmm. the past ten of the new releases. He damn near he untouched all mm-hmm. of them. I mean, even mm. though, even though it's hella new, it's hella shit that gets newly released on Spotify. But you know what I'm saying? Just a just out of newly released shit, he done touched a lot of it recently, like a whole album, fucking a whole album, a track a track with uh Big Sean and Nipsey Hussle, R.I.P. and um and what was the other one I said? Uh, ooh. stepping on uh, yeah the uh. Yeah, nah, cut him in. Cut him in. Yeah, cut him in. That's it. I said Stephen on. It's cut him in. Anderson Park, Rick Ross. And I, I think he got a couple joints on uh, Davies Karma 3, if I'm not mistaken, too. So he he been all I over. I got to listen to that new Davies, bro. I heard he's going crazy on, yeah. on the tube. I listened to I listened to it the other day. It, it's nice. It's nice. It's a, it's, I don't listen to a lot of new music, which we're going to get into later on. But yeah, I put Hit Boy on there, especially right now. I ain't going to say he's like a top producer. Like ever, but right now, top producers doing it right now. So yeah, man, just even off his. Oh, you already know who. You already know who my top producer right now is. I'm messing with Nav. Nav ain't got a bad beat nowhere on any of his shit. Yep. Yep. And what happens when you make beats? You can keep the best for yourself. Alright. I ain't even gonna say. I'm gonna say that to say that too. Pierre Bourne, he done gave away his best beat. Cause hit that young nudie tape with him. Uh huh. Ooh, but, boy. But Pierre, but Pierre too. He might be the type, even though it might be his best beat. He know who the best one on it. Cause he, he don't, he don't even rap about the shit uh, nudie do. So it might not, it might not even match the beat that he uh, you know, what I'm talking about. He about to get on. Mhm. Yeah. So he probably just picking his good. But now all the beat, all the beats he make his beats like he a rap, he, like he himself a rap on. So that's how, that's why mm-hmm. he uh, he always making good ass beats because he be making them bitches them with himself. Them good ass songs. He be making them bitches with himself himself in mind. Y'all be giving a fuck about nobody else. If, if he... hey bro, he be he be in the beat making session like I'm gonna kill this shit. Hell yeah. <laughs> he be like I already got the bars together. Young chop, y'all ain't rich. Young chop one that need to be mentioned more too. Oh God, young chop did a lot for the drill movement, hip hop in general. Yeah, speaker knockers, speaker knockers need a speaker knockers, Kid Cudi, and um, Travis Scott need memorials built to them for real. Speaker knockers for for sure, especially since they done passed away. R.I.P. I swear, I ain't talking about more. I meant like statues soon in, in hip hop Hall of Fame. That was a memorial, son. I said, yeah, especially speaker knockers since they did. Ain't nobody. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no! So you said I, the right I, I, I thing. To, you said the right thing. I, I was agreeing with you. I said I yeah, didn't mean I didn't mean memorial for all three of them though. <laughs> well, speaking of not need one, especially since they did. That's what oh, I sure. Saying. He need. That's all he I need said. one in Atlanta for sure. Yeah. I thought uh, speaking of was from Atlanta. I thought that was from Texas or some shit. Oh, that was from. I Atlanta. think he Atlanta. Atlanta. Sure, it make it ain't research, research department. Yeah, ain't surprised. We ain't got enough money for that yet. I'm over here talking on my keyboard though. <laughs> Man, who else you got on your list? Mm, DJ Screw. The Texas movement was crazy. Uh-huh. That whole two thousands Texas on chopping screw away. People need to ooh. Back then they didn't want me. Now I'm hot to y'all on me. Mike Jones chopped and screw album. 
Mm-hmm. Bro. That whole te- that whole Texas wave was going crazy. It's still going crazy. Yeah, even in the city. In the city it never left in Houston. In Houston it never left. It's still, it's always it's always been big. Who else? Lil John? He didn't get that producer credit he deserved to that versus battle for sure. Man, I'm I I'm I done uh Google speaker knockers and I'm looking at his stuff. He was born in New York though. But uh Oh I'm look at that down necessarily mean, you know what I'm saying? That's where you mm-hmm. were raised it, so I was looking around but I could I couldn't find none. I couldn't find none other than like where he, uh where he was uh found deceased at. That's all I could find other than where he was born. That's about it. So he could well, we found it. I can't. South Carolina, Columbia, South Carolina, at a in, in his oh, garage. He could have been from South Carolina. You never know. He might have been home. He really can't. Yeah. I know he made waves in Atlanta. Though. Yeah. Metro booming. Hey, can I be honest, bro? I know Metro Boomin is the only um, producer that can put out a mixtape with their beats making killing like that. If he did a rapper's best friend like the Alchemist do, on God, dudes would be kill- lining up to rap on it. Yeah, that's a uh, that's something he'll have to do. I be I be I be thinking about that too, but unless unless they release it like on um. Let's say exclusively on exclusively on Apple Music or something. That that'll be the only way a producer would do it, and the only reason I say that because any other way they won't make money off of it. Like the shit Alchemist be, be dropping on Rapper's Best Friend, even though Alchemist like a solid produ- producer, everybody can tell that the shit on Rapper's Best Friends ain't the shit that he was ready to put on the tape, but he just didn't want to scrap them. Mm-hmm. So that that's what I gotta say about that, like. Like Metro, like I can see Metro booming out them doing something like that. But the reason why they don't is just cause they don't make money off of it. Like if, like even if they, cause you gotta think about it. If they make a rappers a lot of something like that, everybody will be rapping on the beats, especially if they good beats or even half as good as uh, most of his shit. A lot of people be rapping off of them. Eventually, some will make records, and some of the records might chart. And he, granted they could get, granted they could get checks from them, from the records charting because they'll have producer credit on it. Otherwise, it'll be copyright on the person that uh, made the song. But um, that wouldn't, that still wouldn't be as much money they would get. It's not even as much money. It wouldn't, even, it wouldn't even be a livable, a livable amount of money from what they would get by just selling the beat to one to the artist. If you know what I'm saying. Like they mm-hmm. sell, if they sell just one beat to like a, a artist for them to rap on, they talk. You talking like maybe fifty k and up. But if you uh, release something like a rapper's best friend, then you gotta rely on getting paid by streams and shit. And everybody know how fucked up streams streams is. Like Spotify pay you like for a hundred thousand screen streams, you might get thirteen hundred dollars, and that ain't shit compared to selling one beat to somebody and get a hundred thousand. So that's why that's probably why they don't do it. Cause I, we know they love making beats, so I mean, ain't no doubt. I swear. ain't no doubt that the passion. Making beats, Shane. These dudes live, so yeah. ain't no doubt they they and like the passion to do it. It's probably just the fact that if they do it, they more likely to get fucked over money wise. Yeah. 
But clearly the alchemist ain't hurting for no money because he's been putting out rapid best friends for about yeah. what? A minute. That's for sure. But you too, like I just said, like we we love alchemist, but we know, you know what I'm saying, that that's that's just not his what he think is his best shit. But I mean they be solid beats, but everybody know that they not the best best a rap alchemist beat can get by far. You know what I'm saying? They ain't know they ain't know his complete beats, like the ones that appear from the real song. Yeah. They, they they still good beats, but they not you know what I'm saying. I want to hear them beats. He he he'll sell you. Oh, I don't. Yeah. That's the ones I want to hear. <laughs> Man, I'm telling you, like, they, hey, if they value streams more, I guarantee you. Like if shit companies like Spotify and Apple Music and all that value streams more than they would, but they don't. Like if they made if they uh made it more profitable for screens than they uh than they would, but they don't. So that's why. And also too, Spotify. Pays pays people more for uh per hundred thousand streams than any than any other platform. I've been thinking about switching the spot, switching the title. I mean, yeah, title, title. T- yeah, title pays more than any other streaming platform for streams for to artists. So I've been thinking about switching the title. Shit, I, even though I'm rapping nothing like that, but shoot, hell, my uh student my student account about to be up with Spotify anyway. Hell, I might as well go ahead and help support other people's pockets. While paying the while paying the same That's price right. I would let's if I would Jay- Spotify. Let's give some more Jay Jay Z some more this young semi black money. Yeah, I mean we might as well. Shoot, we're gonna be paying the same price you do for Spotify and all the rest of that stuff. You might as well let your favorite rapper get paid more too. That's what. Right. That's what it's all for. For the love of that music. <laughs> <clears throat> I got my spot. My Spotify playlist is crazy though. I ain't finna go through <laughs> title and try to find my whole Spotify section. Nah, it, it's gonna be there because I was just doing. I was just doing it uh, yesterday. I was looking through it. Everything you can find on Spotify, you can find on title except for Spotify exclusives. And Spotify don't really have exclusive records. They just have exclusive podcasts. Podcast. Yeah. So anything. So I've been. I've been going through. Did your record experience? Yeah. It'll it's it's worth yeah. it's worth it if you really want people to get paid for. It. Only reason I, I'm thinking like that because shit, one, if one of my homeboys start popping off on records and shit, I want I won't get I want them to get paid the maximum amount of money. Shit, mm-hmm. I, I don't want everybody to be on Spotify listening to that shit. Where everybody, where if everybody would, would be on title, they'll be making bank bank instead of being on Spotify making a, making a million streams and shit mm-hmm. and barely be able to afford a car. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yeah, gotta love each other. So that's all I got on that though, man. What else you uh? What else you want to talk about as far? Unless you're done with the producer conversation. Mm, I'm talking about too. Like, what producer that had the best album come out? EPs included. What albums that they helped produce? No, just like Metro Boom is without warning. Yeah, like albums they helped produce, like they produced on. Like they produce yeah. the track on, so like yeah, I, I, like uh, Metro Boom's without warning with uh, Twenty One Savage and Offset, and like yeah, like Hit Boy recently with the not with the uh, Nas King's disease, where they produce every track. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm gonna say mine is the Alchemist Fetty with Currency and Freddie Gibbs. I like that. Well, that Fetty story is so fucking funny, bro. If you know, if you know the backstory behind it, that's just yeah, so we talked about it on the podcast. About uh, about them beefing over this shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's funny to me. That's hilarious. I like, I like how competitive they got about it. it Damn, they wasn't paying Freddie. 
I'll be quitting too. <laughs> Already. Ain't no way. I swear. The hyped it up all all three of us gonna be on one um on one mixtape and you gonna f- fuck around and do do me all greasy like that and shit. I'm looking at uh, I swear. I wish and I, I wish Amine made beats. I feel like his beats would be awesome. I'm trying to think. I of swear. Who who uh who some who some more people you were uh who who some more albums that made that were produced by people that um you like like your top like you said producer albums. Man, <clears throat> one off the show with DJ Premier. Or something he some, he did his stuff with early on Jay Z. Uh-huh. Yeah. And the camera and the stuff he did with Dipset. Okay. Like Cameron's Follow Me Home. Well come home. I can't remember the name of that camera album with old boy on it, but Shoot, just say yeah. Cameron just say Cameron Premier album, yeah. They'll know which one is did Premier yeah. produce he all did. the tracks on them though? Uh uh-uh. uh. No, it's like he produced a lot of them though. Uh, we doing all we doing we doing majority we doing majority. Tracks they produced or what? Yeah, like if if they had like more than half of the track list on it. Alright, I'm gonna try to keep my I'm gonna try to keep my shit that they produced every uh every one oh. of Life of Pierre Born Part Four for sure. Yeah. Um, for me, one one of my one one of my first piece will be Dawn Tame Room Noise Volume One. Mike Down produced the shit out of it. It's a it's a comedy uh they a comedy group or comedy collective. But they uh room noise is a, is a segment. I don't know if I talked about it on here, but I always think it's crazy. They like going to room and they pick random topics and random beat beat ideas, and then they go in there and they make the beat and they make the chorus and the song all in one all in one session. And they have like videos of this shit awesome. And room noise is it's funny, but it's like a vibe too. Like it's a nice summer album, but it's a comedy album too. So I fuss with that. Um. What else I would put on there? You you it's hard you hardly ever find just record just find whole albums produced by one person. Unless they Dr. unless Dre, they produce it too. Doctor Dre two thousand one. Yeah. The Chronic. You go you listen out some more of your stuff? Uh huh. Them two for sure. Alright. Cause them two Real talk, no two of the best hip hop albums back to back released by one person. Over DMX and his two rec- and his two albums he released mm-hmm. in the same year. I don't know, mm-hmm. that's a bold statement, son. Uh, I'm talking, I'm talking about back to back though, like they were back to back. That was the same year, both of them. You know, <laughs> yeah. I'm saying, Doctor Dr- first off, DMX ain't messing with Doctor Dre. Two thousand and one. I Bro, DMS ain't got nothing that beats 2001. I don't know. I don't know. Nate Dog, Nate Dog on hooks. Nate Dog wasn't on all, all right. them hooks though. <laughs> he was on most of them. He was on most of them, but the ones he wasn't on DMS might be beating them. Nope. Cause then you got Eminem, you got Corrupt, you got Snoop Dogg on the cut, you got Exhibit, X to the Z, you got Pimp My Rides on the. First off, on the track, bro. exhibit shit ain't beat. <laughs> None of exhibit stuff not beating DMX. I'm sorry. Oh no. <laughs> he was going. He went hard when he was rapping for Drake. Exhibit like, by himself. No, no, no. 
Oh no, nah, hell no. Nah. Corrupt by himself ain't messing with DMX. Oh, nah. I'm trying to. Shoot. Now Nate, da now Nate, dog, music and me. Mm -hmm. Ooh, I got love for. Okay, I got one. I got I got another one to add on to that. My first one was Dawn Taming Room Noise Volume One, and yeah. Room Noise Volume Two supposed to drop soon. Um, it's Thundercat. It is what it is. Mm -hmm. I that that Dragon Ball do rag. Mm-hmm. Tyler the Creator, he, produce, he produces all his shit too. So the last, so, but he he be having guest Flower. producers too. So hey, Flower Boy is still should have won a Grammy. Let, let me look at uh, let me look at his. Yeah, he produced. Okay, I'm looking at one of his track lists just to make sure he produced most of the stuff on it. Even though he produces him, I I ain't gonna go out and say he produced everything on how his album. <clears throat> he, could, he could get you know what I'm saying help, but it looked like he produced everything at least on Igor, and I really like I really fuck with Igor, so I'll say Igor that. is like Igor is good, yeah. but I think Flower Boy still his best album though. I wasn't saying Igor is his best album. I was saying Igor uh, Igor good. I, know. I, I just checked the track list and he was the producer on all of it. I'm I'm just uh, I just I just wanted to, uh, we you just said it so we heard your microphone on son. I'm just giving my opinion. I ain't saying I I I know what you just oh, said, my brother. We got you. We here. The mer the merch for Flower Boy, what I'm really I really like though. Yeah, I, I fuck with the converse they dropping shit too. What? <laughs> um, that was dope. Another one. Shoot, since we doing the uh, since we uh were just talking about Pierre Bourne, it's uh thing slimier slimier with uh young mm -hmm. Pierre Bourne. That's a good yes, one. Lord. That's a good one. That um, opening track, boy. Matter of fact, since you just said yes, Lord, yes, Lord, Anderson packing uh no words, not nah, not nah, Anderson. Knowledge produced the whole thing. Anderson pack did did his thing on the whole thing, but it was a producer mm -hmm. producer single songwriter duo. Mm -hmm. I, I I put that one on there too. I'm just I'm all, I'm that count on Spotify too, huh? That count. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I know, I know, because it's a it's a producer, it's a producer's all artist collective. So so, uh, Anderson. Pack hey, see it, see it, um, see his album. I was just looking. What's the name? What's the name of this song, bitch? Though. I was just looking at it. See it, I think, if I'm not mistaken, the name of it is See it. No, it's called Finn. Finn. Okay, okay. Yeah. Like finale. I ain't gonna lie, black this verse produce, on over. Did you produce uh, the the uh, any records on that though? I don't know. I ain't even look at the credits. <laughs> Shoot, I'm looking at it right now. I'm looking at it right now. She produced a couple, but the first two I saw was like Hit Boy and uh, Nav Green. Not Nav Green. Was it, mm. was it Nav Green? Nav Green, a comedian. Nick Green. Nick Green. I often say if it's Al Green. Nah, Nav Green. I he did some, Nav Green. I often say, boy, if you say Al Green, Al Green got to put his foot in one of them beats. Oh, nah. <laughs> you know Nav Green, though, off of uh, 85 South Show, the fat dude that be on there. Mm -hmm. yeah, I'll say, I know, I, I, I think I'm tripping. Yeah. <laughs> but she did, it looked like she but was nah. over half of it on there, so I get that one. Bruh. Shit. Black got the best verse ever on over, bro. Shit, man, I about to throw one in there. We both forgot about. 
What? Travis Scott, Astro, Astro World. Even though he might have might yes. not have solely produced everything by himself, because he did like have everybody fly out to the compound and wherever. And, and he Hawaii did. He did the drug. We know what he, he did. Got, he got producing credits on all the uh, tracks. I'll give you that. Yeah. Uh uh-uh. uh. Uh, hold on, Roost. You know what he did? He didn't let nobody touch them drums. Oh nah. Oh nah. They ain't touching the drum. They ain't fucking with the auto tune. That's all him. I swear. Yeah. <laughs> rolling, 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 got me stargazing. Shoot, let me uh, man. Hey, bro, somebody I, I think will make dope beats for real. Who? So we talking producer, we ain't even say it. Alchemist, Alchemist, uh, Alchemist and Conway the Machines. What's the name? Yeah, it's Lulu. Yeah, Lulu. Yeah. Bro, uh, uh-uh. uh, that DJ Ghost. Not ghost on um, what's his name? That um drop with Conway. That um no one mourns the wicked. Nah, I ain't seen that. One. It must have just came out. Oh, it's older. Um, hold up. Find who did that? Boy, you gotta hear this. Like what the cover look like? Big ghost. But what the cover? It's called. Like? It's like Conway, but it's a skull with a gold chain on it with a bucket head. Let me see. Conway. Ooh, boy. Conway. Oh, yeah, that just came out. That just came out. Boy. Ooh, son. It's good. Ooh. Conway at his best. Talking that gutter shit. I'll have to check that one out then. Oh, short, bro. The song to check out first. Don't even go down to order the list. You got to check out Short Goods for right. that beat. All right. Mm. Let me see. Two, the Alchemist, Lunch Meat. Well, all the Alchemist shit. Yacht mm. Rock 2, all that. Because I swear. Right, that's what. It ain't even fair to say the Alchemist on this. Because Alchemist, I ain't heard of the Alchemist putting out a bad project. No, it, it ain't fair, but it, it's fair because we talking about producer album. Yeah, you're right. You're yeah, right. We talking about producer album. That's why. Yeah, it's fair because shit, he he be having joint shit and he got his shit by himself. The childish guy be don't do his own beat work if he hire somebody out for it or all his shit. Um, I don't know, but I put. No, uh, 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 childish, childish don't do beats. I don't think. Oh shit! Don't do beats. I, I was trying to get Donald Glover a hat. He didn't even want to work. Oh yeah, I don't think I don't think he do beats. I ain't, I ain't never heard of him doing something. I wish he I wish he would. Cause I feel like that would be amazing. Shoot, uh, I'm trying. I was looking at I'm looking at critics here. I was trying to see a big crit. I know he produced a couple on this joint, but I don't think he produced everything. He he might have produced. Hey, we can say you can say Catalactica. Yeah, some of his earlier works, yeah, but Critics. Yeah, Catalactica and Critics. Critics here. Critics here. He produced. Oh, oh my bad, my bad. He only produced uh, Blue Flame Ballet, I want to say, because he was talking about it yep. in the interview. Because he said, you know what's here, because you can tell by the way it's produced. We forgot somebody else, too, son. Who? J. Cole, 2014 Forest Hills Drive. I ain't know J. Cole was out here producing this stuff. He, bro, he, you, he usually produced all his own albums. His first three for sure. Okay, I thought Friday he, Night Lights. 
I thought he was just no features. I thought he had like guests come in for the uh, producing and all this shit. You hear me? You hear me, Zo? This dude, Zo, done went out on us. Yeah, I hear you now. Uh, hey, I was about to keep. I was about to keep on without you, man. I was about to say, hey. We only do one take. I was gonna wait. I was gonna wait in here till you came back in. I was gonna stop. <laughs> but you hear me though? I ain't no uh, J Cole produce. I ain't no J Cole even produce his stuff. I thought like it was just him with no features. I thought, I thought, I thought he, he had uh, real business. He was, uh, was Russ before Russ. Dang son, you was gonna cut me off. I was trying to get my thought out. You you were stuttering because you kept cutting me off. I can't think you messed me up. I was gonna say uh J. Cole though. I thought he was only like that like on features. I thought like when it when it came down to producing and stuff like that that he did bring people in for. I thought it was just the features that he only that he only let himself be on the song. Nobody else. He had engineers the mix before as making the beats, it was all cold. All right. I'm looking at his well, that's the looking. first three. I'm looking at his KOD and uh, I was looking at his KOD in 2014 Forest Hill Drive. He he the only producer. Well, I'm seeing he the only producer that's coming up, but a lot of them songs had more than one writer on them, motherfuckers. Yeah, I ain't gonna hold you on that one. J Cole, what's the thing? You gonna you, you all you all in the house or you reaching out of house? But they, hey, you, you can't tell us about Cole like that, bro. The man, he, can't nobody else rap like that. The voice. J. Cole hate black women. Get... I can't talk I can talk trash about him. He don't hate black women. <laughs> Where? <laughs> J. Cole hate black women. I ain't gotta talk about him. But who else you got All on right. who else you got on there though? Oh yo. I can't think of nobody man. else. Yeah, yeah. everybody Mac well Mac made some of his own beats. I ain't gonna say he made all his one. own beats. Matter of fact, I got you one right now. Who? Lil Boat. Lil Boat uh mixtape, Burberry Perry. Oh, it's not for real. Burberry Perry, yeah. Cause that was I when that. That when Lil Yachty was still new, and like his only producer that he could only get was him and uh, Bur it was only Burberry Perry or the Good Perry. That's like the mm. only producer he could get, cause that was his friend. That was they would Lil Bo was literally just them in a uh, stu them in like they mom house some somewhere. He didn't produce every track on that, but he produced like eighty percent. I'll say. Hey. They're better than that. Yeah. That's I why, like, that's I, why like, I don't like it. I feel like. That's why I don't like young Lil Yachty new shit because I, he don't be having Burberry Perry come on and um, produce a lot of his tracks no more. I, I noticed that. Like on Lil Boat 3, Burberry Perry don't have one uh, track on there he produced. I think they must have. And it's probably the out. best track. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not just that, though. It's hard to stay. Can you imagine you help produce half of our project and the only person that get famous off of it is the, the nigga that <laughs> they're saying, come yeah. on now, I will him for this. Yeah. Burberry Prairie Show didn't sign a QC, but you should have here. If he, if QC gonna sign fucking Lil Yachty, they might as well sign Perry here. The keep, dude who helped make some of the tracks. Yeah, you gotta keep that chemistry strong. That's key to an artist. Oh, God. You gotta keep that chemistry strong. Or you just, or real talk, you just don't sign. Yep. And she had make projects together. <laughs> Sign an agent and be like, hey, we're going to stay together for a couple of years and keep making projects. Just keep booking us in venues. Yachty, Yachty, Yachty shit was different, though. 
from what I know about his story, yeah. that nigga had to sign. So, you know, uh, he had he had dropped out of uh, college, and he told his mom, give him a year to get famous off of rap. So, yeah. And if it weren't for QC, he probably wouldn't have been able to show him. Not not to, you know what I'm saying, to the average black parent. You can't you can't just show a bunch of in, Instagram followers and be like, see, my mom made it. Now she got to see you performing and shit. So That's he, true. He did, he did exception to that just because if it wasn't, if it wasn't for QC, he probably would His mom would have made his well, ass back to school. He, he the one back to school. Hell yeah. And you already been know how black mom is? Yeah. Oh, God. Know. I got one. <laughs> you you made that motherfucking promise to her. Oh, she going to make you still today. She going to. I swear. <laughs> no matter how grown you get. She going to make you stick today. I already. Y'all ain't going to be. Bro, y'all ain't going to be 30. You done fell off. Get back. Go back to school. <clears throat> hey. All right. Since we um, since we done discussed the uh, producers. <clears throat> What's up? Excuse me. How about we uh, talk about recent music that done came out? What you what you done been listening to lately? Oh, uh, Conway the Machine. <laughs> no one mourns the wicked. Six piece hot by Black. What else? What else? What else came out recently? Uh, Puya dropped a new song. I'm I'm messing with it hard. Okay. Who else? Who else done dropped something new? No, it ain't even gotta be new stuff you done revisited that you ain't heard in a minute, like a long time. Oh. Um, because the internet child is getting Beano. Okay. Gorilla the first Gorillas tape. Gorillas. Sire. 93 till infinity. And what else? Um, Action Brunson Lamb over rice. I met. You still going? Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. MA 1.5. Because that's just in the rotation. Yeah. Belly Immigrant. Hardest intro I ever heard. Well, second hardest behind Town of Talk 3. But, um, what else? I listened to Big L, The Big Picture, and The Lifestyles of the Poor and Dangerous, and Bones. Um, scumbag and garbage. Alright. That's it. Um, yeah. Trap Soul and Earl Sweatshirt. All Earl Sweatshirt. Alright. So for me, y'all know I like to just go off for what's in my, uh, what's on my Spotify because I just had it pulled up when we on here. Uh, Jaden Smith just dropped Cool Taste Volume 3. I heard a couple tracks off of it, the first couple. It sound cool. It sound it sound more the first couple sound more on the pop side, but I know and I know how Jaden Smith doing like he'll just have like different sides for every album. So I just have to go back and listen to it all the way through to see how it sounds. Uh Bodie James mm. Bodie James. He a part he he do a lot of work with Gazelda. I don't think he signed to Gazelda yet, but he did the Versace tape and the Versace oh dang, this go back to the producer one too. The Versace tape, it's all produced by Jay Versace. So that's cool. It's nice to see because Jay Versace, just him being an internet personality, we often forget that he uh, just uh, a exceptional A ass. super talented beat maker. Yeah. What's up, people? What's up, people? What's up, people? Now I'm just taking this time out of this great, magnificent episode of the Products of Public School Education Podcast just to speak to my people who are interested in joining the podcasting space. 
I know there are a couple of questions that you all that you guys want to know. Like, how do I edit? Is there a way to broadcast this live? How do I record an episode in general? And how do I get my show on all apps or as many apps as possible? Not only talking about Stitcher, not only talking about Google Podcasts, not only Apple Podcasts, but all of them in general. And the truth of the matter is, honestly, how do you make money? How do you make money as quickly as possible? And honestly, those other apps are great. I mean, especially Spotify. Some might even say Google Podcast is a great one. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes I might even frequent other podcasting platforms, but for the truth of the matter, there's only one podcasting platform that I trust to release my podcast on, and that's Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, distributing, editing, and broadcasting your podcast, and it's 100% free. It's 100% free. All you have to do is make an account and get on it start it's ridiculously easy to use ludicrously easy to use some might even say rem somebody somebody might even say i can't even think of another word that to describe how easy it is to use but stupendously easy to use that's a good one all right i'm gonna use that one and now anchor can match you with great sponsors sponsors for people who make not safe for work content Safe for work content, family-oriented content, children-oriented content, murder mystery content, horror content, or even just pure comedic content, and all of the above. They'll help curate your sponsors specifically for you. And who doesn't want that? Who doesn't want to make money as fast as possible right away? Not even a couple episodes into the podcast in space, you can already be paired up with different sponsors and that's one of the things that I'm doing right now by reading you this ad so right now if you're interested in starting a podcast don't waste any more time it's all about consistency which is something over here you know we're products of public school education for a reason we ain't the best but we try to be but if you want to start a podcast go ahead and download the app right now or if you're on your desktop go to anchor.fm forward slash start this anchor dot fm forward slash start and yeah and the people he worked with like super super duper ass street niggas and if you know jay versace they don't seem like the type of people he'll be doing work with but uh yeah true the versace tape i listened to that one actually maybe about three times through it it's pretty good it's a short one i want to say it's maybe like 30 minutes it's, it's a nice one though it's a nice nice smooth listen especially with the jay versace beats um i've been listening I've been listening to Lil Boat 3, just a couple tracks off of that, not too much. Like, Pardon Me and all this stuff. Um, Limbo by Amine, that album that recently came out, that shit is amazing. That shit, that shit fucking amazing. Um, who else? Who else? Who else? Who else? Hold up, y'all. I've been, some, some of the shit hey, I save on my Spotify, I don't really, I don't really look at them like that. Chief Keef dropped a song with Michael made it. I don't heard it. Many a time, bang bang, it just came out. Put me back in the mood kinda... like I was in 2014. Uh, Go ahead, Go. Hey, bro, another one I forgot to say Playboy Cardi died lit. Yeah, they ain't never left the rotation. I swear, they ain't never left the rotation. That's like the one that said, I don't even bring it up no more because I literally listen to something over there every day. Yeah, I don't even. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, as far as like going back to stuff though, I went I recently since uh Jason <laughs> Smith came since his uh Cool Taste Volume Three came out, I went back and listened to Eric's a couple times. Still amazing. And uh, that dude is an underrated storyteller for real. Thank me later. Thank me later by Drake. I've been thank me mm-hmm. later. I've been listening to that heavy lately. And if you're reading this, it's too late. If you're reading this, it's too late. This might that might be my favorite my favorite Drake album to me. That's a good. That's a that, great choice. That, that, for that real, might be my favorite Drake. That's album. that's a hard one to beat for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one too. Uh, and, it, and it was like a surprise drop from uh, what I remember. Yeah, it was a surprise drop. Yeah, he didn't have no promo or nothing coming out for it. It, it it wasn't no lead singles or anything from what I remember. Maybe energy, but I don't even think energy was. Energy came. The vi- energy video came out after the tape drop. Okay, I think. Um, but for me personally, Drake. As far as Drake releases, the best Drake album to me is Take Care for sure. Alright. It got the best features. See, take take care of be my uh. Which one the one with him sitting at the table? That's Drake. Take care of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's everybody's favorite one by Drake. But if you're reading this too late, it might be. It might be my favorite one. I have to go back. Oh, I ain't had take if care you, in if my you rotation. Had... I have. I haven't had take care in my rotation lately. But just going off of if you're reading this is too late. Yeah, it's probably gonna be if you're reading this too can late I take, right now. Can I tell you my little hat for ranking them too? You can go ahead. If I want. Rapping Drake, I won't take on uh, if you reading this is too late. If I want R and B into his feelings, Drake, take care every time. I got you. Uh, shoot, what else? Um, dang, I I messed up. Shoreline Mafia dropped something called a uh, mixtape called Mafia Business. I haven't really dived into it like I usually do Shoreline Mafia shit, but it's not like the general. You know what I'm saying? They don't never fall off when it comes to content. They usually for lack of a better word, talk about the same shit most of the time, but it is always, yeah, you you know what to expect from them. They always deliver. They always have a nice consistency of music, but one thing I will say about this this mixtape, they never have features, but on this one, they, every song has a feature to it, so I think like mm. what they were doing is kind of what they approached to it was this going to be the feature heavy one. Literally, every song has a feature on it except for, except for, except for two. And that's saying that's saying a lot because they never have features like they've never had a feature. Maybe they were always so deep though. Yeah, it, it, now it's only my, you got you got you got hold up you got Rob Vicious you got OGZ Phoenix Flicks and you got Masticato. Yeah, you got four. Yeah, it's on it's on. Yeah, the they info. were deep. Yeah, but this one man, hey. the only reason I brought it up because they got they got big features like they got Future. They got Duke Deuce, Wiz Khalifa, Drake the Ruler, One Take J, YG. They got like big names on it. Kodak Black, Lil Yachty. Yeah. That's why I had I yeah. had to bring it up because like they features big. So what I think they did was low key. I think like they uh they were stacking the label money. I don't even think they got signed to a label, but they were stacking their money from the other mixtapes, saving up and collecting uh features so they could drop one one tape that was feature heavy. That's why I think they approached this one was. And before I forget, uh, Too Lyrical by Rhapsody. That one, it just came out. It was like a little EP. Um, how, hold up. Six songs. 22 minutes long. It's very good. I, if you if you mm-hmm. like Rhapsody, fuck with it. If you like some nice, cool ride, riding vibe shit, it's still lyrical. I gotta check, out, I gotta check that out, dude. Yeah. Hey, bro. I've I, I been checking your girl out, bro. Who my girl? Z. 
Scissor, Z and Control, boy. Oh, man, I ain't listened to Control in about two years, but if I listen to it, I'm gonna cry. I just leave it alone. I know how good it is. <laughs> I ain't gotta listen to I it. I swear. <laughs> I swear. Bring up to I had to. And Trippy Red, I've been listening to that first. A love letter to you. Uh-huh. Oh, boy. When Love Scars first dropped, bro. You used to say you were love. I used to say that shit back. Oh, bro. That was a vibe. Oh, uh, far I forget to shoot gold link. Gold link stay in my list. I mean, stay in my mm. rotation. Diaspora. Internet money dropped something. That's what I was going to say. Internet money. You know how, uh, like on some trigger red songs, you hear like, Internet money, bitch. I don't know if that's a producer hey. or what. I don't know if it's a producer or a collective, but they just dropped a, um, a album on Spotify. If you go to new releases, it should be there. It got like features from Juice World, Lil Ticker, like all the younger. All the younger, like, SoundCloud niggas. Hey, bro, carry the podcast for me. I gotta go, go do something. All right. Yeah, y'all. It's, a. Uh, I don't know. Y'all could probably let us know. I'm gonna uh, put a link to where y'all could leave a voice message so we could, so we could respond to y'all later on in the um, description of the podcast. So make sure to check that out. But just let me know if internet money is a collective or, um, or a producer. From what I could tell, they, it's a collective. If so, that's that's still hella cool. But shoot, it looks like a producer collector from the picture. But yeah, the um Internet Money Project before the storm had like Lil Tech of Super Future, Sway Lee, Juice World, Trippy Red, Twenty Four K Golden, Kevin Gates, Nav, Don Tolliver, shoot. That one kinda nice. Um and also too before I forget, throwback, throwback. If any of y'all familiar familiar with black culture, y'all know about the song Bunny Hop and how uh, how it has a fine place in all of our memories from cookouts and people getting drunk and all that stuff but that's been my rotation heavy it's just a one thing about bunny hop i feel like it's a just a good feel time to song like it's a good feeling song gives y'all good feelings year round and also too i don't even know if zoe know this but lil wayne lil wayne's no ceilings just dropped on all platforms like maybe maybe friday i want to say but yeah, so No Ceilings, if y'all know anything about No Ceilings, it's like one of the best Lil Wayne mixtapes ever. And it was like a mixtape mixtape, like in every sense of it. So you wasn't able to find it nowhere, like on any type of streaming service for years. Because I, I remember checking, like, but now it's, it recently came out and it's available on all platforms. So that's what's up. Like, it, before you can only find it literally on YouTube if you wanted to stay in one solid place for it without going to like a internet site that would have gave you hella ass and shit what else been in my rotation hmm burning boy new album just came out twice as tall that's, that's a nice album i like wonderful on there well i like i don't like the beginning of wonderful i'm not gonna hold this too it's too happy for me but i like way too big i like every i like every song on there i ran to it it's a nice song monsters you made with chris martin from um he from some European band. He on there. It's still good. Yeah, he got Naughty by Nature on one song. And it's coincidentally, the song is titled Naughty by Nature. But he probably did that on purpose. But I still fuss with it. Um, Nas's King Disease has been my heavy rotation. I know I mentioned that back with the um producer and producer albums. But it's still, excuse me, it's still a nice, a very solid album. I had that on my um. I've had that in my heavy rotation for la- last week or two since it came out. Um, 
that's pretty much it. I guess I, I, I keep talking to y'all to Zoe come back. I don't know what he's doing. But anyway, um, let me think. Is there anything else I've been listening to in my rotation as of lately? Soul food, I hop in it from every now and then. That's about it. Um, yeah, that's about it for stuff that I've been listening to deep in. That I've been listening mm-hmm. to in my regular rotation. But what else? Um, shoot, I got I got another topic we can talk about. So it just like it just hey. left my mind for for some. Oh, another thing for the listeners for listening up. Everybody go listen to um the nappy roots watermelon chicken and grits. You will not be disappointed. <laughs> Hold up, shoot. We plugging people. Go ahead and uh hop over to to Kool Kenzo mean something. Go ahead, listen to that one. Oh time. God, but that's yeah. a, I, I just didn't have a classic project. I'm, I just said since we got people, I didn't know who that was. Oh, I didn't know who that. Go was. listen, go listen to, go listen to Coolie Kenzo, bro. That's a fire song. Yeah, I thought I thought you were dropping like somebody off of Instagram or something. So I'll just go ahead and drop mm-hmm. a song too. Shoot, the I'm, nappy roots. All my life I've been poor, but it really don't matter no oh, more. Oh, okay, okay. So I just dropped Bunny Hop too, from uh from the Entourage. Mm-hmm. Bunny Hop. That shit, yeah. Goldlink Crudo. That's the best comeback song I done heard in a minute. Hold up, hold up. Nah, I ain't even out far front, man. So you gotta go listen to Royal Rumble by Lil Ticker too. That shit hard. Lil Ticker been busy, man. Between Royal Rumble and the um Royal Rumble. And uh, his features on Internet Money album, which I suggest you go listen to. I feel like you're gonna like his own. Well, everybody needs to go listen to it, man. Trust me, bro. The Internet Money shit and Lil Tigger, man. They, they hard. And uh, I, I I just told the listeners, but since you had stuff that I'll say it again. No ceilings as of Friday. I want to say is now available on all streaming platforms. Cause you know before you, it was like a mixtape in every sense of the word. Like you couldn't find it anywhere but like on mixtape sites and on YouTube. But now they have it on Spotify, Apple Music, and everything. Like officially. Internet world. No, uh, no, no ceilings, no ceilings. Oh yes. It's it's a it's official on every streaming platform. Bro, I already I already downloaded it, bro. Already. I I I. I was telling the, the day fans it that when came you out, out, I was ready for it. Yeah, I was telling the fans that when you stepped out, that's why I had to go ahead and re-mention it just in case you didn't hear about it. I got I got another topic we can talk on to top talk about too, and I really want to talk about it. It's about uh podcasts and how this shit might end up affecting us if we get big enough at one point. Right. Well, end up affecting us. I said, "Uff." Um, okay, so I, I'm a regular listen to regular listener to the Joe Budden podcast. Y'all need to go check them out. But they uh, recently announced that recently announced that their contract is ending with Spotify soon. I think they have like six more episodes left off of a two year contract, and they have announced they're not returning to Spotify. Reason being is because in the two years that they went to Spotify. They knew initially that they was really signing to Spotify, and this is all on the huh? podcast. And y'all need to check it out if y'all if y'all podcasting and y'all want to just be serious about want to be serious about everything. What you doing? Get, 
Wait, I hear you. So we hear you. <laughs> I know. Oh man. Oh yeah. But uh, basically, hold on, hold on. Put it on mute. Put yourself on mute. Man. Basically, um, the uh, Joe Budden podcast. They were signing that deal initially, just for a statistic analysis reason. That's what they say. I believe, but sometimes Joe be sounding like a crazy old man. But really, it's really a fit. It's really, how do I put this in a way? It's really integral to like what they were going through to podcasters, those are, that are up and coming. Because basically, two years ago, nobody was signed to an exclusive Spotify deal, no podcast at all. Joe Budden podcast was the first podcast. Damn family, bro. <laughs> All right, you you uh you heard what I just said, G? I was listening the whole time, just oh, yeah. watching my family do crazy shit. All right, <laughs> so ain't nothing wrong with that, man. All right, so Joe Budden podcast—they recently announced that they were leaving, but they were the first Spotify—they were the first podcast that Spotify officially signed to an exclusive deal. And the reason why they did that was because they wanted to see what well, Joe Budden podcast—they—they they crew of people, you know, Joe Budden. Mall and Roy and Parks, and then everybody behind the scenes. They were really just want, wanted to see what the podcast space would turn out to be, and like if they could like turn it into bigger offers. But I'm saying all that because the reason why they're leaving is whenever they got there, nothing, nothing was certain about the podcasting. Because like I said, they were the first people to ever sign. Like out of everybody, Michelle Obama, Barack Obama, Joe Rogan. Nobody had exclusive deal to Spotify before Joe Budden podcast. I and mean, Joe recent- Budden is one of the most polarizing figures in hip hop. Mm-hmm. An old man yelling about, mad about the way things used, bad things at the way they used to be, mad about change. Oh, no, that's not that's not Joe anymore. You see, you got to listen to the podcast, but that's not what I'm getting at. Cause I was just, I like laughing at Joe Budden talking shit. I'm just gonna be real with you. Yeah, he, he ain't an angry old man. He. Like even when it came when he went viral for the Yachty shit, he wasn't even mad about Yachty for being new and young. He was mad about him for not knowing his deal. Which turned out to bite Yachty in the ass. Sure did. Real. So I mean if Joe a crazy old man, he's an old man that care about you. He like Rafiki off of on the Lion King. <laughs> he done been through it. He just trying to tell you what it is. He wise. He wise. He seen you crazy till you start uh-huh. listening. They're kinda going to this yeah. podcast and stuff too because he went on. He didn't go on a rant, but everybody called him a rant. But the last, the two podcasts ago, if you're looking at the episodes on Spotify, he went on like an hour. Damn near the whole podcast was like three hours episode, which is like a three hour episode. He went in a while, like what what Spotify was doing to try to get them to stay there. They were doing like record label shit. Like they were, like when they were in negotiations, they were taking them to buy, buy them Rolexes and shit. And Joe Budden literally said, you, you must think I'm new to this shit. Like, I'm from music. Music do this shit all the time. And what he meant by that, and people don't understand, is that instead of giving him, like, p- money that he actually deserved, they just were trying to wine and dine them for the re- for the, uh, for the reading up, rene- renegotiation instead of offering them more money that they more, more likely are entitled to. They just went out to buy them a watch. Like, they got... They did get the watches, which I ain't mad at, but you know what I'm saying? They were trying to mm-hmm. distract them from the real the real worth. And the reason why I'm saying Let this me... is because like if we ever get big one day, this will affect us. Even now at this smaller level, it's gonna it's gonna affect us. But because they're fighting not for podcasts to get paid 
everything, but at least what they owe, especially by from a streaming standpoint, because the Joe Button podcast would have stayed, but they said even though the money Spotify had offered them for the after the renegotiation was well well was well over what they signed for the original deal. And so I'm gonna mm-hmm. let you speak on this in a second. Even though the uh, the deal that they offered them was way above the re- original deal, it still wasn't nothing compared to them being the number one Spotify podcast at this time. Because Lord knows what's gonna happen when Joe Rogan get on it. But it looks like Joe. I Joe swear, Budden Joe Rogan gonna push numbers through the. Ooh. Yeah, but it looks like Joe Joe Budden podcast. It's six episodes left, so Joe Budden podcast should be ending right before Joe Rogan's begins. And the reason why I'm, the reason why I'm saying that is is, is because Joe Budden podcast has literally been number one on Spotify since it got on there. Not maybe not maybe not charts wise. Like if you go to Spotify charts, you're not gonna see them on number one. But as far as listener retention, which Spotify, which Joe Budden on the Joe Budden podcast, I don't know if Spotify said this or not. Like we don't know any public statements. But from what he from what he was saying, they tried to tell them that they didn't go off of listener retention which that means like how how long the average listener listens to your podcast which is obviously complete bullshit and what i was saying is that they their listener retention is on average two hours mm. so that tells me them being a number one somebody in somebody interested in you talking for two hours straight yeah pretty most impressive of, most of the millions of their listeners not just like you know what i'm saying not just like the average bunch of people, but if they number one, they and they listener retention, if they get a million listeners, listens and they listener retention is two mil, two hours, that mean the average a million people are on average at least listen to their podcast two hours a day, or two hours every time an episode comes out, and they were that's what they were really upset about because the offer that they offered them, even though it was more genius than what they first signed, is numbers wise and compared to listener retention and them being number one for two years since they came on there and seeing how many people signed exclusive Spotify deals after them being the first ones they said it was not a good a good enough number he said he wants to at least have him and the rest of his co-hosts be millionaires after the uh, after they signed that next deal which tells me is that they first deal couldn't have been couldn't have been more than 20 mil if you ask me and i don't even think 20 mil is right now because if he if you have four other three other people on your podcast plus everybody behind scenes and your three other counterparts aren't at least getting paid a million dollars a year that tells me that their deal was extremely low and if he was yeah and if he was willing to walk away of that just because the simple fact that they weren't paying them what they what they was worth and on top of that because i feel like joe being a stand-up nigga they seem like he is. If if the rest of everybody else was gonna get like a million or so a year off of that deal as well, then he probably would have stayed just off of that because they his homeboys and shit. Mm-hmm. But since on top of you not giving them what they worth and you not gonna make everybody else a millionaire, then he has ample ample right to leave. So that I'm gonna let you I'm gonna let you take over his though. But that's all I was saying because this might affect us at some point when we get to that when we get to that magnitude of podcast. Hey, mm, I'm just listening to everything you just said. I would have did the same thing, straight up. Yeah, like, let's say me, you, and our other homies, like Sam, 
Brunson, the whole crew. Yeah. That, that we got to get D boy on here one day. So I got to do a download Discord, but go ahead, go ahead. We'll hey, talk about that later. Uh, yeah, that, that ain't got to do with my thought process on this. If I was in a position where we all couldn't eat, like, not even them for being promo guest or managing the audio, all that, like, if they can't eat, like, dudes who going to be managing our audio and our visuals and stuff. Regular, regular, regular staff members. Yeah, like, if they if they ain't millionaires while we eating on camera and he still got to go work a 95 job and edit my shit, nah, bro, we, we ain't doing this. Exactly. And plus, Joe Budden, Joe Budden got music money. <laughs> real talk. It might just be let's be real, up, but he got it. <laughs> but pump it, pump. I'm gonna say why pump it up for real. It was in you got served, bro. It was a main song, and you got served. And it was on Def Jam. Don't forget, it was yes. on Def Jam too. Yes. You get so, game and movie money Joe, from it. I swear, Joe Budden don't he doing? He really doing this for shits and giggles. Well, yo, the fact that he's willing to walk away from money, though, so the whole team can eat, Joe Rogan got my respect. Not Joe Rogan, Joe Budden got my respect. Yeah, I feel like, too, I want to say hopefully, hopefully they um go to I, I hope. Hey, oh, yeah. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. And another thing to Spotify. I hope y'all know what y'all getting yourselves into with Joe Rogan. Yeah. He ain't no bitch. <laughs> one thing, ooh, one thing I forgot to mention. Yeah. Can you hear me? Cause I, I was holding the microphone away from him. You hear me good? What up? I hear you now. Alright, uh one thing that Joe Budden was that Joe Budden was talking about that they tried to do for the second deal, even though he said it was more than what um what the original deal was, is that Spotify wanted to have possession over all the properties and all like all the videos, like the pull up series where he like interview people like Vince Stables. Oh hell no. They were trying to get they were trying to get prop property of that so it could be exclusively on Spotify as well as his previous podcast episodes before he signed the Spotify deal. So like maybe 200, 200 episodes worth of Spotify. Yeah, 200 episodes worth of podcasts. All of them will be exclusively on Spotify too. And I, I could imagine yeah, unless they and since no headlines came out about how much money they was offered, I guarantee you it wasn't even enough to better I had for all that stuff they were trying to get from. You need at least two hundred million to sell all your properties like that. Man, what Joe Rogan got getting like a million, a hundred million a year? Oh, and I'm saying like Joe Budden should have got at least two hundred million to sell all his properties like uh, that. Yeah, I know what you're saying though, but if Joe Rogan getting like a hundred million a year, because it was like a three hundred million dollar deal for like three years around that range. Then mm-hmm. I, I feel like, yeah, Joe Budden should he ain't, he he can't. We we all know Joe Budden ain't as big as Joe Rogan, but he should at least get a hundred mil off top. But since then, the I'm saying come out. I'm saying for the whole crew, like oh yeah, oh, the yeah. first three hundred mil for the whole crew, like <laughs> he he need yeah everybody needs to get a cut. Everybody yeah needs to get equal cut. I ain't saying Joe Budden Joe Budden get a hundred mil because. For his whole, I'm talking about for his whole, uh, for his whole catalog, he probably should. Yeah, it, that's what I'm saying. He should get more than that. He should get more than that for the pull up series for sure. Mm-hmm. Cause the pull up series sponsored by Cash App already. Hell. I swear. So you know they get money for this. So if you're trying to take that, you take them and Cash. You take it. 
You taking money out the out mile. I'm telling you. Quite literally with the cash out. <laughs> I swear. I'm so mad, yeah. I feel I, I understand but what they did about it. I ain't got it ain't I ain't mm. got no calls, but if, I brought it up just because like it brings into a if we in the conversation. Same, if we in the same situation, what we gonna do? Yeah, not only that I I ain't folding. Not only that, but it brings up the conversation that uh he was talking about as well, which is the value of listeners, the average listener and listener retention and how much that is valued in big corporations like Spotify and Apple. Like why they why because they still they value the average spot of average podcast listen less than the average song listen even though the average song is three minutes and somebody will be listening to them for three hours. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like it's like how so podcasters this this brings up a big question. Do podcasters need to be paid more than artists when it cut especially off of streaming if it's the same amount of numbers and uh, full listener retention? Which is all the way through like a, a piece of work. Even though it like, costs more to make a, it costs more to make a song to make a podcast. Yeah. What I'm thinking about. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking about too. Like you sitting in a room talking for two hours is work. It depends on the podcast. It ain't like because if it's a Spotify, you, but, uh, let me get this. Let me get this out. Let Go me get ahead. this out real quick before I lose it. Like the difference between a podcast is yeah, you can sit in a room and talk. Like the average podcast is people talking. Rapping is like, yo, we sitting in a like a room maybe for a week, coming up with beats, picking through the beats, writing lyrics, freestyling, finding the um the tempo for the song, choosing the right um flows, all that. So it's like more going to a song than a podcast, but three minutes, three hours, it should be somewhere to break even for listener retention versus the cost to make a song. It, depends. it should it, be some even ground. It depends on how, how you're looking at it, too, because if you think about, if we're talking Spotify exclusive, like the average podcast, yeah, yeah. It's, just, it's just two motherfuckers talking in the living room, but shit, the average song that's coming on uh, Spotify, too, is just two motherfuckers in the closet with a microphone. Hey. But uh, what, I was, what I was saying is, because, I mean, to, to, to your point, it costs more to make a song. It could depend on the song and who on there and how much they charging for features and all this stuff and beats. I see where you're going with that, but also that, with the that's, podcast that's facts. I can't say that though because I done made some fire ass beats on my phone for yeah. free. So <laughs> yeah, so yeah, exactly. And like with a podcast like Joe Budden's, this is going to your point. This ain't just going to your point. Like Joe Budden podcast behind the scenes, like even off the names they list, like every episode they go through and list like everybody who in the crib. Like Scream Man, which is basically like Young Jamie on Joe Rogan, why he pull up, he like the research department. You got Save One, I don't mm -hmm. know what the fuck that nigga do. You got Erickson, you got these just people that literally stand in the kitchen while they in the living room recording the podcast. These are all people that do an integral part to what makes the atmosphere the atmosphere on the podcast, though. So these right, are right, right. all employees. So they, we talking at least at least eight niggas, including Joe and all, including Joe and the rest of everybody that's on the average podcast we talking eight niggas that's uh that has something to do with it so it's like and we we know for a fact michelle obama shit is more than that because she she not i guarantee you she's guarantee you she not personally working the uh microphone and microphone and podcast herself like joe rogan is like joe rogan does the laptop and edit and most of the editing on uh the joe rogan po joe button podcast or he tries to 
So you mean Joe Budden does most of editing on his own podcast? He he tries to. He he started off doing that, but since Spotify got a hold of it, he might he might have less less of a hand on it. But even if he go to the um the video version and watch it, you see him like the whole time they talking. He on his he on his laptop like doing either doing the gunshots, adjusting the microphone, calling people, plugging in different uh phones and stuff if they calling somebody, stuff like that, stuff that an intern would do behind the scenes on like a humongous podcast like Michelle Obama or uh if a Barack Obama had a podcast or who who's somebody else who has Amy Schumer. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, These, I'm, this stuff other people about to listen to this stuff. shit. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying? So it's like they could have more they could have more employees, but I, 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 like to your point, to your point though, I feel like yeah, the average like record song, like the big record, does cost more to make than the average podcast. Yeah, undoubtedly, or like even most. I ain't, say, I ain't saying give SoundCloud rappers the same privileges on um, established artists. No one trying to say that. No, no, I, no, I, no, I understand what you're saying. Like the average song yeah. that, like especially that has features and made by top notch producers, does cost more mm-hmm. than maybe your uh, your average top tier podcast unless it's like signed with an exclusive deal like a spotify or apple music and the only reason why i say unless they sign to an exclusive deal because when they assign to an exclusive deal they're gonna be held to a standard of that spot of that company yeah so they're gonna have to have employees yeah so like somebody's gonna difference. be the overseeing yeah so they, they're gonna be the difference and you're gonna also have like somebody that's gonna be in charge of sound from that actual organization so they can make sure it's up to their standards and stuff like that Hey, a way Spotify could have got around that though, paying them the extra money for the staff behind the scenes, just make them official Spotify staff and have them work on multiple podcasts within the vicinity. Yeah, honestly, that's saying like something Joe Budden would be down to, but probably not knowing him or just knowing the podcast and that space in general, he probably even mentioned that. I ain't even gonna hold you. I wouldn't put it past hey. the old man to mention that. I mean, if like it would make sense to me too, like. Let's say we got Lil Johnny doing, you know what I'm saying, our mics and shit, our stuff, like adjusting the um, volume for our mics so we don't sound like we talking over each other and stuff. Yeah. Like, he'll cut mine and cut yours back on at a certain time. And he'll have a guest mic always hot to get his reaction. That takes skill, and that's high-end production work. Make him an official Spotify team member and have him, like, okay, he working with us every week on Tuesdays when we record. Yeah. But he, but like, okay, then like Thursday, he'll be in Chicago. Next week after that, he'll be with over on um, Mandy and Weezy doing horrible decisions or something. Like, <laughs> that'll be dope. Man, uh, that that's a great idea. I don't know, how, I don't know what I was on the table. I wouldn't put that past Joe to even bring that up because. I, I, I encourage everybody that's listening to this, if you're really interested about the podcast space and what Joe Joe Budden declined his why Joe Budden declined his deal and even like what you think the future of it would be, go listen to that um that last pot, the uh three seventy four I wanna say I can I can go back and go to it and look. But I wanna say po- Joe Budden podcast episode three seventy five. Three seventy five, that's what it is. Go back and listen to that one. And just uh, taking in everything he said. Of course, taking in with a grain of salt because it's going to be biased just because it is himself. Even though I don't feel like he's saying anything biased, but other people might feel like that. So just go check that one out. You can't really expect a rational opinion from somebody who they trying to fuck over. Like, yeah. let's be real. Real talk. Man, I, That's just... Honestly, That's man. real nigga English. 
Yeah, I honestly, man, shoot, that's all I got to talk about. I had to, I had to bring that up though, cause it's gonna be one day in the future, Lord willing, there'll be our, there'll be our fight. We'll have to fight too when we uh trying to get more money. For I'm definitely working for us. Rooster, you know I'm always down for a good revolution. Oh yeah, <laughs> we both here. But nah, though. Hey, this been another segment of the Protestant Public School Education. I got a feeling this ain't gonna be the outro on the new episode. We, hey, I want to talk to you about this route too, Rooster. When you want to try to drop new episodes, like I say, we drop some joints on Wednesdays. Shoot, man, I, I was talking to the listeners when you left that uh, I was gonna put a uh, voice message link in the uh, description of the podcast so shoot, they can send us messages. So if they have any ideas, they can send them to us. But you talking about as far as long as the this could be y'all just like having. You want a this to be on the schedule. podcast or you want this to be like after talk? Or it could be on there. Like, it's recording right now. I'm saying like we could put that on like before we put on the, on the other stuff we talked about, the HBCU stuff. No, I'm talking about we own the pod. We still recording right now. That's what I was saying. The, uh, oh, yeah. I didn't want this on the podcast. I thought you had stopped already. Nah, uh, you you said. <laughs> Dang. All right, guys. Uh. Y'all just heard a little back conversation, but ain't ain't none size. We just trying to think about another way to get y'all the best podcast available. This has been another episode of the Projects of Public. I hope the feds ain't watching this. Projects of Public School Podcast. I'm your boy Rooster. Remember to follow me on spot me on Snapchat. R double. Hold up, what is it? Space underscore not space dash. <laughs> follow me on Snapchat. Space dash Rooster. Um, and remember to like, it, like, share, and subscribe to this podcast on any platform that you're listening to it on. And you got anything for the people's own? I hope the feds ain't watching this. Hey. I had to bring back an old classic. <laughs> <laughs>